welcome, welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy, and as always, I am delighted to be joined by... Jaylet the Kid, what it do? Episode 85, In Your Face. In Your Face. In Your Face. How's we're everybody get, doing out there? We are. We're slowly creeping, bro. We are octogenarians. We're octogenarians, man. We are slowly getting up there. It's It's been a lot of fun. I'm not bored yet. No. I'm not bored. I'm still here. You know, I, I feel like... I feel like, uh, you know, neither one of us has, like, I, like I've been waiting for, like, maybe, like, an inclination of you just, like, oh, Jordan's, he, it's, he's starting to, mm, he's starting to just become mm, to him now. Well, once I started to do the Stu Gots of me, where I got certain you got- responsibilities <laughs> taken off my plate, where I'm just, you know, I get to walk into the, the wax museum, the mics are hot. Yeah. I just get to come in here and just, and just you know, flap these gums. Because before it was like, oh, play, now it's bidding it. Like, we know we got our job. Like, we know what we're doing. Yeah. You know, this isn't like playtime. We're over pros here. now. Yeah. 85, 85 80, episodes? 85 we're pros, right? We're pros. I mean, that, come on. Give us pros. We're pros. We're pros. I think, yeah, when you're like in that 30 and under, that's probably like beginner slash novice. Yeah, right? you're still working the door. Yeah. You know? No, we're main event. You're now. still, we're, we were valet parking. Yeah, you and I are both behind the bar doing like uh, what's that stupid Tom Cruise movie? Oh, cocktail. Yeah, I've yeah. never even seen it, but I'm assuming <laughs> it's good, bro. Cocktail's good. I'm assuming that that's us Cocktail's minus the Scientology. Good. Cocktail is good. Is it worth watching? Yeah, cocktail's good. It's uh, it's starring uh, Tom Cruise and Chick Corea. Is it uh, Scientology <laughs> forward? <laughs> In that way, no, you had kidding. me for a minute. <laughs> Uh, uh, everyone just walks in and just like, what's today special? Oh, it's the L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> what would that be? I don't know. Just like Dianetics and a roofie. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> I don't know. That's perfect. Um, how's everybody doing out there? Um, we got a, we got a fun episode for you. We're going to do a little, uh, me and me and me and Jordan, we're, we're keeping it. We went to another show together. Yep. Another date night. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was very good. We'll get into that, but we'll do a we'll do a little quick uh, jungle gorillas uh, recap. Um, uh, we got some other fun stuff for you. Of course, we're gonna we we tried so hard not to like you know just d- dip and dodge the 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 yay the Kanye. I'm gonna still call him Kanye. Yes. Uh, so we'll we'll we're we'll not go, playing your game. We'll go into that one, then hopefully put it to bed because I'm just kind of getting sick of it, you know. I think, yeah, I think we're at that point because I feel like we've like, been talking about him every week. <laughs> it's so annoying. This is the Nick Cannon. Um, yeah. Or no, no, no. Who was it that could? Oh no, this is the Will and Jada. Yeah. You can't stop talking out in public, and we actually don't care. Like the stuff you're saying you're doing is definitely like newsworthy and noteworthy, but it's just like I got we want to do other fun stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I think I think, you know I, I you know what? We can't even well, say that well, we're gonna we'll put just, it to bed because he's gonna let, say some wild shit. I know, I know, I know. So you know what? Let's just let's just dive in head let's first. Let's go, let's go. And like let's just let's just plow through the A stuff and let's dive in head first and let's open up this Janner's closet and talk to me about some Chick Corea. Chick Corea, um, once again, was definitely one of the peacocks that I had some knowledge and background on. Yeah. So, you know, the the tough thing, I think, is what is there to say to try to get people that don't listen to jazz 
to listen to jazz. Oh, that's a good yeah. That's tough. Yeah, it's a tough. It's a, it's a tough ask mm-hmm. because I don't think there are a lot of people like to me. You can't really be one foot in the pool, one foot out of the pool on jazz. No, but you also, if you want to get somebody into it, you have to do a little bit of a mind trick, a little bit of a mind fuck, kind of like trick them a little bit because you can't just be like, oh, you want to get into jazz and then just throw them like, you know, Horace Silver. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? You're, they're going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, to me. But the, you can trick them with chick. Is that what you're trying to get at? Well, trick them with trick. Trick them with chick. Chick them with, trick trick with chick. chick. No, well, what my point was is honestly that, but that's an interesting conversation. I think really to kind of get younger people into jazz, you have to start actually by throwing like some jazz fusion at them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, I always talked about like, jazz influenced, heavily influenced type of thing. Or, you know, but you could even like go Almond Brothers with like, um, you know, Elizabeth Reed or something like that, where there's some jazzy breakdowns, even start there and then kind of actually migrate a little bit more into straight full blown John Coltrane. Yeah. You know, but you can't, it's difficult to kind of just cannonball into the deep end on jazz if you're not into it. Yeah. But Chick Corea, I think. Especially nowadays with people now, it's even, I feel it's, I feel like it's even harder for people our age and younger to get into jazz just because of so much music. I think that's just out there. That and And like. And it's so far, and it's sound. And I think jazz just has an old sound connotation. Like, it definitely has a bad connotation with jazz. It's old timey music. Yeah. That's what people think. And. A lot of jazz doesn't have lyrics. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, good, like, great, yeah. you really have to be into like the instrumentation of of music. You have to really, I think, have a little bit of a concept of like music theory to and have an appreciation for the you know the improvising that's going on well, that's, and the that's workings the, of back and forths. Yeah, like, that's all, that's I think is the coolest part about jazz is like, yeah, this isn't like like written down music like this Correct. is all well that's where the music theory comes in like you realize that this guy's gonna play it like this this one time and probably never play it like this ever again right yeah you know because yeah. he's just going off the rip mm-hmm. and all he knows is he's got the band behind him keeping him in time and then he's got to get back in at some point like weave it back in so but chick correa though i think is a nice good happy medium of not the knock you over the head like old timey jazz because mm-hmm. it's the piano and he brings in the other aspects of it. Yeah. Um, there was a song, the song that you put on the playlist, Spain. Yeah. Which was probably my favorite from all the ones you put there. And sometimes you just hear a little riff or whatever you want to call it, and that kind of just pulls you in. Yeah. And that's something that's happened with me in jazz. Yeah. Where like the first time I heard Equinox by John Coltrane, the beginning. And one of the beautiful things about jazz is, you know, they'll start, usually they'll go off on all these wild tangents and then they bring it back. Yeah. And it kind of goes full circle. And Spain reminded me of Equinox like in that. that sense. I like that. And I love that about jazz is they'll go off and do all this crazy wild shit but then they all know that they got to bring it home. You got to come home at the end of the day. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I love that about um, about jazz overall. And Chick Corea, it it he just he has a lot of different sounds too through mm-hmm. all the different stuff you put on there. Um, like I said, I don't know. If I it's tried a, to show all those yeah, different like gears. Yeah, and I, I don't know if maybe this is like if you're dipping a toe in a jazz. I don't know if you go right to Chick, but it's not a bad. 
It's not no, a bad start. But he's got... I because he because he I mean like we like we talked about last uh, episode you know he started off strictly he started with Miles Davis strictly that very like you know strict yeah. like type of you know jazz that you, you know you hear people talk about or or you hear and then he got into the fusion stuff yeah and then you know and then and then he would just do work with like some other people he wasn't he kind of actually got to um, test drive a, a, like a lot of those different lanes yeah. So there are definitely some Miles influenced songs on there where you can tell they're just fucking going off the rails, yeah. like heroin induced yeah. shredding. Yeah. That's almost nonsensical in a sense. Yeah. And then there's also some very composed kind of thought driven jazz that's being played. You kind of get the, the best of both worlds there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can definitely, I'm glad you brought that up. You can definitely hear some of the Miles um influence yeah in some of those songs which is really cool because yeah. miles definitely has a a His way style yeah. a way about him, yeah so mm-hmm. but yeah um i want to just do another quick shout out because we got uh halloween is coming up i know this week is everybody's halloween parties um and uh if you're riding around you're at that work party you're in the car maybe you're at you know the friend's house this weekend on saturday fucking putting back uh I don't even know what what what's a Halloween uh, ciders. I don't know. Yeah, cider. Yeah, yeah right. A mead. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like a ghoulish punch. Yeah, there we go. A bitches brew. A, there it is. You're doing some witches You're, and bitches yeah, brew. Yeah, witches and bitches brew. Man, that would be a good playlist name too. Mm, we we're a little late, I think. Yeah. But go uh go on a Spotify. Go find your boys' Halloween playlist. It's 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 uh. It's pretty, it's, I mean, I think I was looking at it, it's like 12 hours long. It's What's stupid. it called again? It's called Halloween Treats. Halloween Treats. It's on Spotify. Go check it out uh, from me. It's Well Fed Boy. I'm on there, so you'll know it's mine. I don't think there's any other ones on there. But, you know, pop that one on at the, uh, at the, it's, it's, there's no, uh, there's no bad words or anything in it, so you can put on it at work and stuff. Sweet. Yeah. It was playing at the, uh, at the Hollow at the costume party last year. Yes, it was. And it will be playing at the Halloween uh, costume party this year. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. And then yes. also, too, I did another little thing this weekend. I have a new installation for the Don't Listen to the Radio. Uh, for the uninitiated, go back and kind of give them a little bit of a... Because um, this is nothing new. This is... No, this is something... This is... This is, one of the very, this is one of the very few things that I'm actually very proud of. Well, <laughs> yes. But also... Just so everyone knows, this is something that's been around for the better part of at least a decade. Oh yeah, I remember. I first it's the don't listen to the radio volumes, and it's basically uh, they're all rock. They're all very strictly rock for the most part. I mean, I put like some soul and stuff in there, but they're a they're a rendition of what I used to grow when I used to grow up. Me and my father used to always listen to Little Steven's Underground Garage. Okay. And he was on he was on every Sunday night um, on this very specific um, uh, radio station for two hours. And little now Ste- this isn't little Steven this is little Van Zandt. This is little Steven Van Zandt. Ooh, this is, okay. Yeah, it's little Steven, and it's still now it's on Sirius XM from the E Street Band, from, but also yeah, he has, Sopranos. He has, own, he has his own band now. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I don't uh, know. What's his name uh, in the show? Silvio. Oh, so, it's Silvio. Oh, is it? Oh, cool. I didn't know that. From uh, from the Sopranos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, Silvio. Yeah. 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 
Is that the name of his band? No, that's oh, the name of Oh, that's what I thought you were saying. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. But he should open like a jazz <laughs> club on like, the side wow. from Silvio's. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Little Stevie every Sunday night used to do a two-hour block of rock and roll music. From uh, He would start at 11 and it would end at 1. And it was late. Like that was Sunday nights. And my dad was like the one thing that like my dad and even my mom like okay of like you can you can listen. You can stay up and listen to this. Okay. And so I was like, I, I looked forward to it because one, I got to stay up longer. Of course. And then two, it was really cool. But what he would do was he, he would play all this like really obscure rock and roll music that you never got to hear or like anywhere, at least at that time for me. And every and in between all of the songs, not every song, but he would have like little skits or he would take movie clips and TV clips and like he would splice them. So you, you listen to a song and then it would, and then it would go into like, you know, it's a wonderful life clip or like a clip from like, you know, Rambo or something like, or, and you know, he'd always like, cool. It was always just like a big transition. Then he would stop after like every four blocks. Like it was like a block of four. And then he would go through the songs that just played and give you like all this cool background shit. That's dope. Because so, there's so many times back in the day where, like, on the radio, I know some of you you guys don't remember that, yeah. where they play, like, eight songs in a row, and you're like, what song was that? Yeah, you, and you, don't you wouldn't know, know it. And you don't Unless, know. And you had to wait for the pause, because they would tell you. Sometimes, sometimes though. But sometimes they'd play long enough that they wouldn't even tell you. Yeah, but a yeah. Good, the, the good disc, you always were like, all right, so uh, number one. So... That's so that this is my version of that, an ode, if you will. I don't do any of the talking parts, so I don't do any like so. This was like the last four ones, but I do a very cool curated rock playlist, rock and soul R&B playlist, and I splice little movie and TV clips in there, okay. which I think they're a lot of fun. And this is volume 18. I was about to ask, 18. so I and I remember the first one I ever did was when I first got. Uh, like my recording equipment, like on, like the the software on my uh, shit, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna start making music, and I was living with Scott and Chase Oaks, so we were probably Ooh, that's 07. Yeah, that's yeah. 07. So I've been doing I can this, tell you right now. That was like the very first one. So we were in years. Chase Oaks. Yeah. So there you go, folks. This ain't this ain't something that no, just I, started last week. Yeah, I use I try to do it like every like you know nine months, definitely one a year. But like yeah. you know, sometimes I get bored and I'll I'll give you two in there. But yeah, we're at volume eighteen. Okay, and where yeah. do we get this? Uh, this one is on SoundCloud. Um, but uh, you, and you can go on SoundCloud and look up uh, Well Fed Boy. I think it's Well Fed, but I don't think it's the Well Fed Boy. I think it's just Well Fed Boy. Um, and just look up Don't Listen to the Radio or click on my profile. It's it's under there under all my tracks and the other. There's a, there's a bunch of other mixes on there and stuff too. But also I'm gonna post it on um, on my uh, personal one and on the uh, podcast's Instagram and put it yeah. in, in the link tree and stuff. Yeah, do that. So you can click on it and go and go right there too. So a little little rock and roll for you too. Yeah, link in bio. Link in bio as they say. Alex, it's that time of the week. Our, uh, everyone's favorite segment. We all get a little bit smarter or dumber. I like to think the audience really enjoys th- this. I think I like to think it, like the audience and listener like really just like, they they look forward to like because what are we going to learn this week? Yeah, Steve's got his pad and pen. Yeah, and he's ready to write it down. Yeah, so, Alex, what did you learn this week? I learned about the Easter uprising in Northern Ireland. Okay. Uh, the Easter uprising was an uprising. So back during World War One, you know, um, Ireland was kind of going some of the kind of like a, a little bit similar to like what America had gone to, like, you know, decades before where, 
you know, they were a part of England and the UK, mm-hmm. but they didn't really have a lot of say and or representation and shit. Yeah. Like they were part of it, but they had to like pay tax, but they didn't really have a little, like much to say. And the country was broken up for that because they had the Catholics and the Protestants as well. Yeah. And then they also had like, so you had like the Northern Ireland, uh, they were, uh, those were the Catholics. I believe they were the Catholics. Um, and they were like, yo, we got to get out. We're, we're no more UK. Like, fuck them. We're, we're getting, we're out. But like the, 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 the bottom half, the Southern, they were like, no, nah, fuck that. We, 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 we bout them. We like mm. that. And so during World War One, um, uh, Ireland ch- tried to catch England slipping because they were in the middle of the war. And they tried to like do a little bit of like all like the head uh, like uh, Ireland uh, Irish like IRA. No, 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 no. It was like you know the the politicians up there. They were just like, "Yo, we're out. We're fucking. You know, we're taking the army. Like they got like their armies and they're like, we're barricading in like our cities and we're fucking out. Like you know, fuck you. Like come, come, come see us in Dublin. Mm. And UK said, "Oh, no problem." Oh, so UK went up there, fucked them up. As they do, slapped them around. Irish like just had so many fucking casualties, and it went on for like a good while. But it started uh, Easter weekend. It was when the uh, like the uprising started. Um, there's no like good story. Like you know, UK just said yo, pipe the fuck back down. Yeah. And to this day, because of that uprising, uh. There's uh, there's like a road up there that leads in and out and like whether you're pro- whether you're from north or south you're not on the on the road and it's it's just one of those things in Irish history where the northerners and the southerners still don't they really don't like each other and that is like a big reason why of like what they tried to do. That makes sense, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's um. I mean, it's way more detailed than that, because I, I'm yeah. not gonna go, but like. <laughs> That, I thought it was really cool. I don't know. I like the history shit. I thought it was just really cool of how they tried to do a thing, you know, try to catch them. Didn't work. The Southern people, I, I don't know. I think it's, I always Guys, think about. if you want to recount on this, just go watch Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Okay. That'll yeah, get it done you for go. you. Okay. Yeah. I, I haven't watched Peaky Blinders. You haven't? I mean, I've seen like the first, I, I watched until they went to, they got to London. That's like uh, early season two. Okay, now I I thought I finished it too. Whatever, I I watched to where they when they got to London. You can't tell me that and then I, I was don't like, watch ah. good shows if you haven't watched that all the way through. You can't tell me. I'll watch Peaky Blinders when you watch Game of Thrones. How about that? That's totally unfair. <laughs> that is a fair trade. But that's six seasons, bro. It's both an bo- hour long, and Game of Thrones is like seven. I think. Yo, you or are eight. not. You are not confident with that season. No, I'm not. I knew I, it's the Game of Thrones is eight. I believe it's eight seasons. I think okay. the new season Peaky the, Blinders. The I would contend because they're 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 both shows that are hour long and you don't know what the fucking person's saying, so you have to put the subtitles on. No, I, I same thing. I don't think it's the same. <laughs> also, I would contend it's close. I would contend that of the this of of the major shows that have been come out that people say are like the classics. That um, Peaky Blinders has one of, if not the best endings of a show. Now you have me. Not, not, uh, and now if you did, intrigued. And if you didn't know, the the show is over, and they are they are gonna make a movie. At first, you have my curiosity. Now you have my attention. I think it's worth the um, ending's good. Is it over? Is it done? 
the show is done. The sh- did the they sh- just find? Did they just have the last? The last was season was reason? very recently, like, like last year or this year, m- probably early to middle of this year. Okay. Probably a couple months ago, the last season came out. All right, maybe I'll get back on it. I've been looking for maybe something to dive in because Game of Thrones, the new season just ended. And it's funny because the parallels of like we've talked about this before. When you're watching The Sopranos, you want to just stand in your kitchen in an undershirt and eat like cold ziti out of your fr- out of your fridge. And like breathing very loudly. Well, this one you just want to drink like whiskey. And you want to, you want to <laughs> like, literally, you want to chain smoke cigs at every hour of the day. Oh yeah. Like Cillian Murphy always has a cig in his mouth. Um, you want to wear the freshest of suits. We did. And you want to drink just three fingers of whiskey back to back to back from eight a.m. Until you literally can't stand up anymore. <laughs> and then somehow they always were up for just ready to go. Yeah, I don't... They un- always, like, someone would go down, they were they were shooting straight. There's scenes where they, like, <laughs> they they throw back, like, three drinks, and I'm like, that was nine shots. Like, I would ten be shots. so fucked up if someone walked to the bar and was like, yo, we, there's someone on the south side fucking taking a horse, and I'd be like, wow, I'm fucking drunk. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I can't ride a horse right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, I Down this cobblestone road. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, watch it. Jordan, uh, what, did, uh, what did you learn this week? So as you know, uh, uh, within the last week or so, the Braves had our soul-crushing loss. Yeah. We're out of the, the baseball we playoffs. I was, thought for sure we were good. Uh, talking uh, about and I was watching one of the games, and, I, and what I learned this week... Was about the Braves game or no 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 just uh, a baseball play, game playoff baseball because this this clip came on okay now I'm gonna throw a name out there and I just want to see if you know the name Morgana no. Roberts no Morgana Roberts AKA known as Morgana the Kissing Bandit does this ring <coughs> a bell no so let me tell you about no. Morgana I'm gonna say no okay Morgana was um. Basically, she she like ran away when she was young. She like ended up in the big city at like thirteen or fourteen. She hitchhiked out to Baltimore, started like working in clubs. She was an exotic dancer, um, but her baseball career started in 1969, and she was known for. Uh, running on the field. It first started in 1969, and she rushed onto the field, and she kissed uh, Red's player, Pete Rose. Okay. And um, she was dirty double dared to do it, and <laughs> you don't turn down a dirty double you dare, don't. at least when you're a teenager. Quote, Bro. That's I think that I see that's some shit that like the teenagers nowadays they don't know about double double dog dares. Now, when someone double dog dared you, Jordan, you had to do that shit. Absolutely. Remember that shit? Absolutely. If someone was like, I double dog dare you to drink out of that toilet, you fucking had to do it. Yeah. So um she she went up and kissed him on the cheek. Uh he quote I like I remember that, like, reacted that. with quote terrible language, but the next night he tracked her down to the local night spot <laughs> where I was appearing and apologized with a bunch of roses. She was nicknamed the kissing bandit from a Cincinnati sports writer. Um because the next day the headline was Bandit Steals Kiss from Pete Rose. God, what a um, headline. Over the following years, Morgana became a site typically uh on the baseball field basketball courts and hockey rinks by 1990 she'd kissed 37 major league baseball players 12 uh nba players 
and a dozen or so minor league uh, baseball players and a couple uh, hockey players, umps, managers, and owners. And one little leaguer. Yeah. Um, basically, you know, there was a couple times, you know, where I she feel like was... I you'd be privileged to get kissed by her. She was, she was beaten by security guards. She <laughs> suffered uh, various injuries. What? She That's She was up. arrested 20 times I mean, for trespassing. Um, she also... <laughs> Uh, during one of the times she was arrested, she also stood trial in Houston, Texas, where her lawyer used what he called the gravity defense to explain her reason for being on the field, saying that she leaned over the railing, but her tits were so big <laughs> that gravity pulled her down and that gravity took its toll. Logical. The judge laughed. Case dismissed. Dismissed. That's a hometown judge, baby. Now, despite all these arrests and fines, uh, she earned millions of dollars over her career. Um, she uh, she got her own set of bubblegum uh, cards. She was a part owner of a minor league team. Um, she came out and did multiple, like, you know, uh, minor league, like, you know, nights where they were like basically you know yeah. gave her like the publicity of like showing up and all that stuff yeah, Mor yeah Morgana, um, Morgana and, Mondays yeah at the ballpark yeah and she um so basically after that she continued doing like you know comedy and dancing stuff like that she appeared on a couple reality tv shows uh if you watch a video of her this woman is very um gifted in the upper torso region. Yeah. She appeared in Playboy magazine in 1983, April 1985, and September 89 issues. Um, she was also... I'm going to check her out. She was, I'm going to check her out after the show. She was actually also in... Let me get my eyes on these. I don't know what part, but she was also in the movie Kingpin as herself. Really? Yes. What is it? Does it say what part or no? It just says she was in it. No, she was uh, the subject up. of E60 biopic Morgana the Kissing Bandit, um, which aired September 26, 2014 on ESPN. <laughs> so um, and I and I guarantee you, if you what was her name? Morgana the Kissing Bandit. What was her last name? Um, it was Morgana Roberts. Morgana Roberts. And I guarantee you guys, if you're listening to this right now, you will see um, a clip of her running on and it will you will have seen a clip of hers before. Because she is running on to the field in multiple instances with her big boobs bouncing up and down. And she runs up and she'd always say that she would always kiss them on the cheek, not on the lips. Um, she never knew, you know, if there was a wife or a girlfriend out there and she was always respectful. And in many of the clips, you'll see her run up and usually like say a quick something to the pitcher or whoever it was, right. give him a kiss and then kind of just run off. She's now, in and out, bro. She's this a bandit. Was, this was in like the 60s and 70s and 80s and shit when, um, you know, you could like run on the field and not like immediately get tackled. Right. Yeah. But it was it was something that I'd seen as clips of like when I was a kid. And I never knew the story behind it. Right. So I looked it up immediately. And uh, Morgana, the kissing bandit. That's she's, what I learned. This she's week. a looker, bro. She's got that platinum blonde hair, right? She, I, she, I'm loving like all the photos. I mean, if that was running up to me. Yep. 
and I'm playing, you know, like the hot corner. Yep. Daddy's getting hot. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's why they call it hot corner. That's why they call it the Morgana. hot corner because Morgana, Morgana was over there. Yeah, bro. Yeah, this this is uh, this is really cool. Um, so that's why when we were talking a little before, and I had mentioned that I thought you might know this. Does it does no, it ring I, any bells? Are you seeing anything? Well, I remember the Pete. I remember. I remember. I remember the photo of Pete Rose. I yeah. just saw the photo. I was like, that's why I, I remember yeah. that photo of, of that. But like, no, I don't know anything. Uh, I mean, she w- bro. She was. I mean, she didn't. She went for the. She went Calvin. You know, or, uh, or what's his, what's his name? Um, uh, what Cal Ripken? Cal Ripken. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, she. I like, think she, she didn't go for like just like just no, anybody. No, no, no. She's going for the stars, and I think actually with Cal Ripken, it was like multiple times because um, she grew up like in Baltimore and stuff like that. Yeah, I can't find her in Kingpin, but man, you best believe when that thing's on next time. Yeah. 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 Stay on the lookout for that. So Morgana, the Kissing Bandit. Um, you know, salute to you. That's 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 one of your better ones, I believe. Thank you. That was that's one of your better ones. I like that one a lot. I, I do what I can. I'm here to serve. Um, so let's uh let's do a little little recap here of Jungle yeah. and Gorillas. Yep, yep, yep. Um, uh, we were down at the uh, Miami Arena, uh, as it used to before we called. Um, and uh, we had a good time. Jungle. Yes. I'm diving right in. Jump, jungle was good. Yes. But, and I was, I mean, I, you know, they didn't play for too long, but I was okay for how long they played. I thought what they played was was great. I was actually a little surprised with their set list because they actually went back. They played their two new songs. They but, didn't play a lot of new stuff. But they well the two newer songs that they've come out with right. But they went actually back and kind of were playing like first and second album shit. Yeah, which I was pleasantly surprised by yeah. because I know they came out with an album within like the last year or something like yeah. that. Yeah, uh-huh. and so you would the think mostly they're gonna play the what is it Jungle Forever or whatever. Yeah, I f- but I forget what it you know right I I was a bit um, surprised with the playlist and everything like that. To me. The biggest, you know, part was a when we got there, uh, and and shout out to Dugan who went up and saw them in Orlando, yeah. who who dropped the dime on me and said, "Hey, be there when that bitch opens," because yeah. we got in there and they started it sixty seconds later. We were grabbing our beer and like the woman was handing our credit card to us and like Jungle was started playing. Yes, so like, oh, I don't go. like that. That was the first thing I was like. I don't like that you didn't give everyone a couple minutes because, like, when we got to our seats, like, it was like there were not a lot of people in there because everyone was. I mean, it's no, Miami. There there Everyone's weren't. trying to get in, you know. You know, and- I thought about that though, and I was thinking because there was a heat game yesterday. And I was, I was like, maybe they were trying to get people out. They didn't want people in there late. Yeah, but still, I mean, you could have waited ten minutes. 15 minutes. They did not. They did not. <laughs> they did not. And the other part of it was an elbow baggins uh, and blackjack Benny. He, <laughs> he was it, was it stuck in his craw. He was bitching about that. <laughs> but I mean, they played for maybe 40 minutes. For, I'll give, and I'm, I, and I'm, I, I we're being generous. We're, yeah. play, we're being generous right there. Yeah, I wish it was a little longer. But... You didn't even really care because when the gorillas were on and their whole entire set, you were just like, like, you don't even care now. 
I mean, I will put it this way. the bo Once the box was checked of us all being there together and seeing Jungle, you could have shot me in the face right there. I was happy. Yes. Yes. Uh, the gorillas, I think, was the icing on the cake. Yeah. that They but, were, I but, mean, they were awesome. Yeah. Jungle was, was great for what we got out of them. Um, I would have liked to have seen them play a little bit longer. Yeah. Now, they could have. Gorillas. I thought it was a fantastic show. Uh, they knocked it out of the park. The you know I saw I've seen them once or twice. I think just once before, at three points, and they were a little underwhelming. They weren't bad. They were just a little underwhelming. This was Damon. I think great. did an amazing job. I didn't know how. He had a full band up there. He had a full band up three there. Three drummers, mind you. Yes. He had three drummers up there, dog. I don't <laughs> When know. do you ever see three drummers, bro? You don't. I'm asking that for real. You literally don't. You see two. I know. And, and, maybe, and then Leonard, maybe two and then like a guy two. playing beats. Yeah. You don't see three, Jordan. No, you don't. Like, um, that was wild. I was very impressed with how involved he was with every single song. Yeah. I don't know how else to describe that. But because you're like, well, he shouldn't he be? Yes, but when you think about the gorillas, there's a lot of well, especially other if you stuff look at their albums, got a lot of features, a lot of features, um, and I just didn't expect him to be front and center for every song, and he he delivered on that. He's that band. He's them. Yeah, yeah. he did a really good job. Um, yeah, he did a really good job. The visuals, the visuals were, were so sick, dog. I mean, like, I don't know if you could come up with a name of another band that you would expect better visuals from. Yeah. As far as not like light lighting and, you know, like laser stuff. No, like... We're talking about background, animation. Well, there would be stories with the songs. Like the, the, the yes. song would start out with like this whole intro with like, a, the, you know, do them doing like the cartoon and like there's a whole thing and then like then the song would drop going to this music video yes. story in the background and to me like the jet fighters and shit, i was like this is sick and to me what really makes a, a good show great is when the artist thinks about the perspective of the show from the fan yeah. From the person attending the show. Well, it's it's that that's that's a whole that's a show that's a whole experience that's a whole that's entertainment. Correct. You know that's not just music at you. But some people that's art. Yes, correct. And that's the difference between someone coming on stage who you're so excited to see and maybe they're electric, but it's just them in front of a microphone doing their stuff. Yeah. This was an entire performance it was, it was this sick. was you know this was art this was uh the a background really, really ladies cool, the you know the big everything. girl coming up belting you had de la soul was all up in there del the funky homo sapien dog yep. came out like mm -hmm. that was wild he never plays with them yeah when clint eastwood came on yeah the place went absolutely bananas he was walking all up in the crowd with that long yep. ass string bro can we talk yeah. about that string I, yeah can we talk I, about that string? I didn't know how they, the logistics of that was going to get done, but they somehow did it. He he literally, just to give you guys a visual, he had his microphone, and then he started walking out through the crowd. And this is at an arena, and he walked all the way around in the ground. Yes. Like, all the way to the back. To the of, back. To the back. Yeah. You know, and then circled back around. And he was holding up his microphone while walking through and, like, singing and stuff. But the end of the microphone was attached on some type of like 
What what are those uh, ropes that you go uh, down on? It was like a pulley. Yeah, like a pulley rope, and like it was just it was taut. You know, it was it was taut over the crowd, so the crowd couldn't grab it. Yeah. And it was just and like it was like three hundred feet long. Yeah, at, oh minimum, <laughs> like, minimum. And then and then he walked back and came back. It was I was like we were all each other just like, what the fuck is that? But see, once again, like you can't do that without planning and wanting to do something like that ahead of time. So yeah. he had to think about that, make sure that was like feasible. Well, that's like, also too like being mindful because I you you can do that with a wireless mic easily. Yeah, but you lose um uh like what's it called um, clarity and and stuff, and the signal might get fucked up because of the speakers and where you're getting at close because yep. all that stuff changes. Yeah, you know, you get mixed down for where you at on stage, so there's no there's no feedback. We start walking around everywhere, and somebody's got something in their pocket, or you're coming up close to like the mixing board in the back, like then you start getting feedback, and now you're getting turned down. Yeah, where when it's like directly connected like that, it's a strong signal. Yep, you know. So overall, it was um, really cool. Um, we've seen a couple really good shows in the last couple months. We have yeah. another one coming up in uh, about five weeks. We're going to go see Tab. Yep. Uh, can you say the last name? Is it Tab Benoit? Uh, Benoit? Tab, you say Benoit. I say Benoit. I've always said Benoit. Oh, you do? Yes. But oh. I, I'm, I'm second guessing myself. I, I heard you say, say it Benoit. to your, when we were over for the game. I, I feel like I heard you say it. So like what's because when somebody was asking, I heard you heard you say Benoit, but I, but like I feel like we've had this conversation for ten years. We have because like I think it's Benoit, but like I don't feel comfortable at all going out and like putting like staking my claim to that. No, but we will find out. We will find in five, in in five, five weeks. weeks. So that that's the first week of December. We're going with the, we're taking the we're taking the dads out. Yep, the dads are coming we're, out. We're, we're doing gonna a do a whole thing. Father son thing. It's gonna be cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we got more music reviews to come, but I think we can safely say. Jungle and the Gorillas definitely not did not disappoint and uh, was a great show. Yeah, totally. And and I gotta be like I gotta be that guy because you know I'm the guy that rants and I and I and I have and I have gone on rants on this show Say about it. it. You know, it was hundred and fifty dollars a ticket, I believe. Correct. Yeah, it was like one forty plus all the other bullshit. It was. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say yeah. one fifty a ticket, yep. which is a lot. Yeah, and I think we've talked about that on the show many times. First, first stadium show for me and. W worth 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 it every penny every penny and especially I will say that you know we had the crew out together but it was totally worth it because yeah. that was if there was if there was one of them was either remotely underwhelming would not have been worth it because that's a lot of money to go see a, to see somebody on a sunday night so as you know i i'm always wearing my data tracker mm -hmm. and without uh, working and uh <laughs> it picked up my heart rate and i went on a four mile run earlier in the day yeah and I almost reached those same numbers because we were standing and dancing the whole time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I, you know, did not sit That's in the hilarious. seat. That's Yeah. It picked up as an activity. And uh, you're like, all right, let's ride. Yeah. So um, it, it was great. It was absolutely great. Sweet. Um, all right. Um, I've got uh, I've got headlines for uh, Jordan here coming up, but before we gotta just really quick get it out of the way. Just put, him, our, just put it to fucking bed. Yeah, because if we can. Yeah, because this morning, uh, as we're recording this podcast, the uh, Adidas has finally dropped Kanye. Everybody's dropped them. I think honestly, I think there's been a ton of other people that dropped them since we Gap last talked. Gap is in the uh, is in like yeah. Well, so I think there were some other. People that Gap have done one. it, but but the, the big the, hammer fell today. Yeah, 
And I, I saw that, um, so Adidas dropped them. Gap is in the process of removing every single piece of article of clothing um, from all their stores that has anything to do with them. The lawyers, of course, Jewish, yep. who were, t who were uh, working with him on certain lawsuits and shit, dropped them. And so we're starting to see, I think, the, the, the hammer fall mm -hmm. um, on this piece of shit. Yo, I mean, this is a podcast. This is a Jewish podcast. This is a love podcast. This is this is a Jewish loving Jewish forward podcast. I got. I'm not Jordan is obviously, and we claim you. Yeah, and thank you. But but all but you know. See you later, bro. The Jewish don't delegation, let that door hit you in the ass, my friend. Yes, the Jewish delegation about renounces uh, Kanye on all fronts. See you later. I mean, and everything about it is just so icky, too, because I could even go off on, like, the podcast that said it. Like, honestly, I wouldn't even release that. I would I would release, hey, he said this shit, but I wouldn't even release the video because I wouldn't even want to give someone, like, that talks like that a platform. Well, that's like something. Because that, seeing that video over, over of him, like, being so smug and so arrogant, being like, Adidas won't even drop me if I, you know, what you know whatever he said exactly. You know, yeah. everyone's seen the video, but it's been popping up all day. And, I, and just his, he smiles in it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like. Yo, that's some that's some that's some buster ass shit, bro. Yeah, that's some buster ass shit you're doing. Yeah, and you and 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 you think it's a I don't I don't know what game you're playing, but like nah, that's not gonna happen. And the bigger the bigger I think more broader macro point to this is you have a platform and you say this type of shit and you get to walk away and although your life's gonna suck, you still have all the money and fame and stuff that you want to do. But what it's doing is empowering and emboldening, emboldening people. Mm -hmm. Like you saw uh, out in L.A. this weekend, you see a bunch of you know neo Nazis or whatever the fuck they were, white supremacists, putting, fuck, yeah. putting fucking signs. That's because of you, dog. Over over the uh, the highway, saying Kanye was right. Yeah. So when you don't think that you know your voice has the power to embolden these type of people to make it normal for them to come out and say that suck of shit. Yeah. That's that's. That right there is the direct correlation of the problem with what you're doing. Yeah. And so that's to me was just like, okay, here and, we go. And I want to go also too on piggyback on that. Like you're, you're a guy that talks about faith so much, talks about God and faith so much and how you, how important he used to do what you do his Sunday services and shit. And it's just so hypocritical. It's such a buster. It's such a lying, deceiving, whatever you want to call it, move to be loving your faith so much, but talking about another faith, people of, of another faith like that. It's so hypocritical, dog. Yeah. Like, I mean, get out of here with that shit. And I don't want to hear anybody else call this guy a genius. This guy is no. a musical genius when it comes to laying down beats. I mean, to me, not recently, but you know, I'm not gonna go there. College dropout. The guy is the guy has done. He's he's up there with all the other geniuses. But I I'm, I don't want to hear no one else talking about him as like some thought provoking, philosophizing like fucking genius because he is not. Totally agree. I don't want to hear that no more. No. Nah. So, you know, you're off your John Rocker. We knew that you're fucking. Canceled. We were early, you know, we were early on that one. Yeah. That was too easy. And so hopefully maybe you'll just stop saying this shit and fucking someone will get in your ear. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, or some, I, you, the damage has been done. Yeah. So, but uh, see you later. Yeah. Fuck off. All right. I got I got some fun little headlines I wrote down for you. All right. What do you got? Um, They started. I, 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 I had 
I've been building it a little bit for a while, but then I was like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. When you sent me the Kentucky man uh, posed as a dead body on TikTok for 321 days, and now he's on CSI. He's going to be on CSI. So you sent I, me that article. Yes, I sent you that. I think yesterday, the day before. <laughs> I was like, all right. Was laying in bed with wifey, and I and so and, funny to me. <laughs> so this guy has been. Um, Basically, he has a TikTok, which I made her go on her TikTok and pull it up <laughs> yeah. so I could see it. Oh, is but it? This, yeah, describe so it. Because I didn't. <laughs> he has, you know, it's like 360 something days in a row. And all it is. So it's 321. Okay, so yeah. So for three over 300 days, yeah. this guy has been posting a video <laughs> of him essentially acting. As just a dead body. Where do we know location? He does all different ones. Oh, he's just traveling so, like Baltimore, New York. Not this. even that though, but it's it's him being a dead body in different situations. So it's mostly him like face down, but it'll be like him face down. Is it just as a body or does he put fake blood on? From the ones I saw, no, there's no like, you know, his head's blown off. Let's see how long I can sit here until somebody notices me. But no, because usually it's like, and from just the ones I quickly scan, it'll be like him face down in a barn, dead. Or him on a lone road, door is open, and he's laying <laughs> okay. face down on the ground. Oh, oh, yes. that's a good one. I'm pulling over, so, I think. So he uh, apparently has caught the eye of CSI, and he is going to be cast as a dead person due to his TikTok. I want to say this is one of the very few and few times where I've been like, "All right, TikTok, I finally I'm starting to get it." Yes, because I'm 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 our, if I'm I'm if I'm an agent out there, I'm picking this guy up and I'm going to be like, bro, I'm going to get you so many dead. I would become famous for playing the most dead bodies in movies and TV, Jordan. Yeah. Like if I was this guy, I'd be like, yo, I, 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 I no one's putting in more work than me. Correct. So if you want to look it up, his his <laughs> name on TikTok is living <laughs> underscore dead underscore Josh. <laughs> It's it's uh, it's absolutely wonderful. Um, I highly recommend it. I'm gonna just I want to see if I can just like pull up a couple for you, um, dude. It's I I, just, I love the idea of it. I love I love him just just starting off with something like that. Let me check this out. Jordan showing me. Uh... Eleven. The cash has eleven days until my television debut on CSI. Yeah. So <laughs> says, we're gonna. We're gonna he's, about, he's just laying. He's laying in like a dirt road, like a rocky dirt road next to his jeep, like with the door open, just in the middle of the woods. Like if someone rolls up, like this is a scary. If this looks like a scary place. Yeah. So there's a bunch <laughs> of them on there. Uh, all right, yeah, let's. We're back in that, dude. We're back in Josh all the way. Big Josh fans. Yeah, and just so everyone knows, um, you know, hopefully we'll get to see the episode. Oh, I think we should have a watch party. I think I think everyone should have a watch party. Um, it should be you next know, week, sometime next week. I think we should have a watch party. And uh, is it on Tuesday? Lev living <laughs> underscore dead underscore Josh. This podcast is behind you. Yo, let's blow this up. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I want this guy playing all my dead... Every dead body I, every dead body I see in TV and movie, I want him. Yes. 
And be like, yo, that guy's just got the goods. I think uh, he's just the Johnny Depp of just Mike, fucking Mike the, Golick, the De Niro of dead bodies. Mike Golick was, dead body was De Niro. talking about it, how he just wanted to be cast into a movie where like his body just explodes like or he just has like yeah. a very gruesome like murder of something type if i'm him i'm going for like yeah just both deaths man I'm, I'm trying to go for gold yeah i'm hoping it's not just like they let him do a little bit more than just like be laying dead in an in like you know a um you know like a, a scuba shop or something like on the ground like they actually let him get murdered Oh, you think they give him a little roll ski? Well, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping they're they're looking to kind of like. I see. I'm seeing him. Or I'm do you think he's going to be typecast? CSI's on just, CBS. Uh, I don't know. I'm seeing CBS writing the role for him right now, and the role is basically a random guy just catching like some shrapnel, quick kill. But he gets like a quick two seconds. You know, like he catches some shrapnel, and like that's how he goes out. He he might have like he'll, like have two words. Like, you know, he's a waiter and he walks up, he's like, so anything else, guys? And then he catches some shrapnel. So his quote here is, I don't like speaking on camera, but I can lie there and act like I'm dead pretty easily. <laughs> so there you go. All right, Josh, yo, let's do this. Yeah, whenever I see funny, like, headlines, Rise. I immediately just laugh and then send them to you. Uh, yeah, so that's good. That's That was, that was funny. All right, so what else you got? Um, another one I got for you is... Um, this man loses 80 pounds on this game changer drug, but also lost his appetite for alcohol when taking this, when this, like, this news, it was during a, uh, a test. And now the same people that made the drug for, um, uh, t for, to, for weight loss. Now they're thinking about just pivoting and using it for, to treat addiction. Huh? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Would now, now, when now he loses the weight and he gets off of it, does he want to start pounding brews again? Yes. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's I think it's wonderful. Now, if I told you you could take this medication and it'll drop you a forty piece, but you're not gonna like beer anymore. I mean, I'm not taking it. No. Can't. Yeah. No. Yeah. That. That's no. That's no way, Jose. That's a yeah. That's a no way, Jose, for me too. It's like no. I'll just go exercise. Yeah. And then I can keep drinking. Yep. <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? They're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, okay. We didn't think you would choose that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. I don't know if you've seen this lately, but the uh, sex workers um, are now doubling their rates for cream pie scenes after the Roe vs. Wade. Uh, uh, overturn. Whoa! Because like leaving it in there, they got a little bit more chance. They got the you know they got a little bit more risk. Whoa! So they're doubling up those rates. Now, do that. you think they actually are worried about that, or did you think that maybe someone saw an opportunity? A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Mm. You know. Yep. You know. Yeah. They're thinking out there. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column Plan B. Yeah. Boy, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Um, yeah, so you know, if you start, if you guys start seeing a little decline, and I'm talking to you guys, uh, if you guys uh, start and seeing, girls, it, it may, it may be girls, but yeah. the majority of you guys, but guys, um, if you start seeing a little decline in some of those in your vids that mm. you know in the next coming months, now you know, mm. so just destroying America, yeah, uh, and keeping on uh, the the uh, the theme of genitalia. 
Um, I, this one was this one was a little weird. Um, this Iranian boy was born with no penis. Okay. It's up like in his shit. Like there's nothing. It's like inward. So it's, it's there, but it's just it's inward, but it's connected to his butt. So he pees out of his butt. He pees and poops out of his butt. Whoa. Yeah. First of its kind, they say. Huh. Yeah. Just something to think about with that. Huh. You have to wipe every time? Because right hmm. now, me and you are wiping half the time. Hmm. You know? I think you gotta. I think you have to, right? And you probably gotta sit down every time you pee. Do you think Otherwise, it burns? Otherwise, it's just like making a, you know. Do you think it burns? Because like, I feel like the booty hole is like real sensitive. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Just something to think about. Wow. But uh, the last thing I wanted to end on here, and this one uh, is is pretty devastating. And I saw it, and I was like, nah, no way. And then I looked it up, and it was, oh, yes. Way. Yeah, way. Mm. Uh, Arizona iced tea is no longer 99 cents. How no, much is it? $1.29. No more 99 cents. Inflation. Biden, shit. you piece of shit. Um, you know, I was pissed about the gas stuff. The gas, I don't care about. No. Just go ahead and, and just $8, $10, whatever. But the minute you touch my, my mucho mango. Dog, no more 99 cents on that we can. We got a problem. No more 99 cents on that can. I have to switch my vote. You know what I'm saying? Just something, just a couple of things to think about there. Now, if you remember the That's like the Costco hot dog thing, isn't it? You know, it's like that will never change thing, right? Well, I don't know if you know this, but they were talking about having to change that price. But didn't recently. he, but didn't he the say the CEO came out and said never. See, but I see, but I think already the talks is not good, right? The the what fact if that, that, it's what if that CEO up, like what if that's like, you know, in our Deadpool, you know, this year and he and next year he'll and then now do the dogs go up? New Speaking guy? of which, um, yeah, we, those are coming. We're starting to see some people are people are. Yeah, they've their... texted us a couple people 305-741-3671. If you want to participate in in twenty twenty three Deadpool, you have to have your submissions to us by midnight November thirtieth mm -hmm. to be locked in to begin January first. Yes. So. Uh, we're going to need to, as it gets closer, um, go through the, the stipulations of the rules again. Well, uh, well, I will do them real quickly. They uh, cannot be over 90 years old. 90, 90, or, 90 or, or above. You can't be 90 89 or 89 or younger. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. And the person can't have like some type of pre-existing condition like cancer or something in the last like year. Honestly, really never. Like if, if somebody comes in like with like. I don't even know. Like, it's got to be removed by like at least ten years. Like, if it's within five, like I'm, I don't know about that. I agree. You know what I mean? Just put it this way: there can't be any like ongoing He's, health issues, right? Or recent health issues that made them like, yeah, you know, an invalid. Like, it's got like you know, like, like I think this year, um, uh, Ian, uh, hey, hey, would you call me? I think he had like Bam Margera this year. Like yeah. that one's okay. Like you see somebody with make maybe a little addiction thing going on. Like that's you can play on that. Well, we're, we're allowing those. We're allowing that. It's just like the kind of serious ones. It's like all right, nah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you got to pick one woman, one male, one female. Correct. And uh, 
And it and and, and I think Ian actually even did uh he, he did Caitlyn Jenner too with Bam Margera. So like you he can did. pick as long very as, bold picks. Very, very good. I thought they were their best picks. Probably the best picks, yeah. Or maybe that was Steve Arduini that did Caitlyn. I can't remember. Whatever. Someone did Caitlyn Jenner. So it's like you can pick whoever you want, but you have to you have to choose if it's somebody that's like, you know, gay or trans or whatever. You have to choose like at least one of them. Or or, or they, they 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 take over pick one. Pick two and, humans. Yeah. So and then I think that's it, right? I think Am I that missing is, anything else? That is it. They have to be in by November thirtieth. You gotta be yeah. You get can't your, and, oh. and it starts it starts it's January to December. Yeah, but yeah. But you gotta be locked in a month ahead of time. Yeah, we got we gotta lock you in a month ahead of time and then uh it shuts down though for the whole month of December if any of last year's like if anybody if anybody in last year's picks, like if they actually if one of them died like November fifteenth, it doesn't count. We remember we did we give that grace period. Because we always did that for you and I, like for you know for so for wait everybody. our picks that we picked last year for this year they stop in November thirtieth as well. Okay, so then they would start. Well, then really the Deadpool should start December first, right? Well, but we always just did in the past was we always gave ourselves. Remember, we always gave ourselves like a, a month I to think, like re re pick new ones. I think that we should. It should go from. The January but we can, but we to, can change the rules. We should, am, we should amend it where your pick we just has did it for to us be to like think. your pick has to be locked in by the end of November. But for 2023, you have from January 1st to December 31st. That's but cool. You have to That's pick, cool. But your next pick for 2024 has to be in by the end of November 2023. Yes, November. Yes. Yep. I like that. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And if your new pick somehow dies before january doesn't count well i mean we could do that this year too i mean honestly i does think it really should. matter yeah we'll just we'll just extend it. everyone will honor everybody's pick all the way to november 31st but you got to get your pick to december 31st december 31st yes. but you got to get next year's pick in by the end in, of november yes that's the deadpool rules that's what we're doing and winner gets we said i think we said we'd buy you two we'll, we, we'd buy you two, two moderate, reason, reasonably priced tickets to a sh any uh, like show. you know, a show of your of your choosing, you know, wherever you live or whatever you're. You Maybe know. we get to pick the show. If it's down here, we're picking it. If someone down here wins it, we're picking it for you. But if like you know somebody up in the Mitski or in the or in the pencil uh, the pencil tucky, mm. you know you okay. pick you know cousin Mary, you pick something over in Hershey Park. And we, we have got the you. right to refuse. Oh yeah, yeah. Let, th let that be known. That's in the contract. But, but, it's in the fine print. But but we will be no. But we'll be nice. About, like we're not gonna just like say no just because like you know I want to say no to Drake or something stupid. We'll let you go to. Uh, but no. if, if it's something outrageous, you're just like a JoJo Siwa. Mm, I don't know about that one. Correct. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. those are the rules. Uh, you got about five weeks to get your picks in. Yep. Boys yeah. So and girls. so uh, text. Uh, text or, or or call in or tell one of us whatever. Just get them over, get those in, and uh, yeah, we still got a couple months left. We still got a couple months left here. My pick is she's holding on. She was diagnosed <laughs> with uh, I think it was with cancer. You got excited that it really. I wasn't excited. <laughs> that, see, that's the fun thing about the Deadpool is like you're rooting for something really fucked up. So it's it's like it's it's cool it's 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 good and bad it really shows you the it's the humanity of yourself really comes yes, out you correct know? <laughs> but um, joan we love you <laughs> um yeah get those in and uh, are we going to are we going to the peacock now yeah let's okay. go to the peacock yeah let's do it
All right, all right. We are back here, and we've got. Um, I got one for you. I think you know him. Um, what do we got? Uh, this week's Peacock in music are the Animals. Yes. Yes. 1962, the present rock and roll band formed in Newcastle, England. Uh, we've got Eric Burden on the vocals. We got Alan Price on the keys. We've got Hilton Valentine on the guitar. We've got John Steele on the drums and Chaz Chandler. C H A S. Is that Chaz or Chase? C H A S? Yeah, no E. Chaz. Chaz Chandler, right? Chaz, but you don't go really hard on the Z. Yeah, Chaz. Chaz. Chaz, Chaz Chandler. Chaz. Chaz Chandler. Not Chaz. Chaz Chandler. Okay. On bass. Mm. Um, there's a little bit of a controversy of exactly what they're named after. Uh, some people, uh, Eric Burden says it's, it was named after their friend Animal Hog. Uh, Love that guy. Other people say it was because they were animals on the uh, on stage. No one can really come to terms on that. They have a there was a, they have a lot. I had a lot of like weird, stupid infight. You could tell it wasn't like anything like crazy. Uh, like poignant, like or like there were like no stories or like something that happened because I wanted to like try to because there there were just things that always came up where you could just tell it was like these guys just like kind of didn't like each other mm. and they had a lot of band members. Well, I mean, you've been around this long, even though obviously some coming and out, like that shit's gonna happen, right? Yeah, like I don't even think I mentioned it at the end, but even like after like. Like in like the nineties or like whenever, like maybe in the whenever uh one of the guys was trying to take the trademark the animals and then Eric Byrne was like, Yo, nah, son, like this is my shit and then like they went to court over like the name. I was just like, Oh yeah, you guys just kinda don't like each other. Mm. Especially John and Eric. Mm. John and Eric. They got a little thing. Okay. But uh I digress. Um after they had a ton of success in Newcastle and they were really good friends with uh, the guys in the Yardbirds and um, especially their manager as well. And the manager and the Yardbirds were like, you know, you got to come to London. Like, you just got to come over here. So they moved to London and it was like perfect fucking timing. It was right, literally, as right. He said, like, we moved to London and like two months later, Beatles Mania started. Like, um, and uh, all these other like bands were all just like blowing up like together. Um, so they like rode that wave. Uh, their first major hit was House of the Rising Sun, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, they were saying from what I was reading was it's kind of regarded as one of the first folk rock hits, really. Yeah, which hmm. I folk is all folk is the one is one of the now is that their song or is that a cover that is not their song that's a cover it was this the original song is written like in like 1920s the 20s ni- or some shit, no right? i think it was like 19 like 40s 40s okay. maybe yeah i think but it's been read like done and re revisioned so many times like yeah. the original doesn't sound anything like how this one does yeah like each person that does it like does a little different but thing But theirs on is it. the most known version. Theirs is the biggest version of, there the, of, 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 of the song. Yeah. Usually, whatever the biggest version was dwarfs whether yeah. or not it was the first. Yeah. Well, that's like, yeah, that's like what you hear on like the L everyone. It's so funny. Like the Elvis documentary came out. Yeah. And everybody I keep hearing talking about the uh, you ain't nothing but a hound dog. Yeah. And like the original version is Big Mama Thornton. 
Well, it's just like, I mean, we've talked about this with Countless. We did it a, a segment on the podcast of like covers that were bigger than the original. You know, yeah. there's Clapton's, um, but it's, you know, but it, I, I Shot the Sheriff. But I was literally listening know, to... Through the Grapevine. I was listening to the radio the other day and the guy was like, they were talking about it and the guy like loves the song and like always he's like yeah everyone like loves that big mama thornton version now and i'm just like that's so funny that like i'm surprised by it is what i basically what i'm saying yeah because you would think that that would have never made its claim or reclaimed yeah reclaimed its its its, it's actual, rightful it's yeah. rightful place yeah, yeah exactly um so they had a bunch more hits after that you know the, especially in the beginning there they had a lot they were your typical like just like how like the uh the Stones and, and even the Beatles too started out with just like uh, covering R and B, covering yep. old blues songs. Yeah, you know, hit, getting hits on like all of those little that's, things. That's uh, that's the English, the early '60s English rock playbook. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, they had like hits with Sam Cooke's "Bringing On Home," Nina Simone's uh, "Let Me uh, Don't Let Me Be So Misunderstood," which they do a great version of that too. So yeah, they those motherfuckers that British Invasion got a little they... way. We, we gave them a little too much, I think. I, I, yes. You know what I mean? Like the more and more we always talk about this podcast, the more and more it's just like, you know, they, they get their flowers, they get their trophies, they killed, they did some things. you still had to do the song. But there was, there were some things throughout there and especially in the beginning that like, it was American stuff. So let's, let's pipe down on the invasion part. Well, maybe. Maybe just like, maybe it was just like a little. They invaded us before. Or we invaded them, and then they came back and reinvaded us. Yeah, is it like World War? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We might have, have to like re- rethink that, re- rename that one. Okay. British World War Two. Okay. Um, but uh, in October of 1964, they played the Ed Sullivan Show, and it went just like how the Beatles went. It was just like girls and people going crazy. They had to get like a motorcade from the airport. Um, uh, they just, just I'm big, basically trying to demonstrate they were big. They're a big deal. Yeah, just as big as like the Beatles at that point. Um, but at the end of '65, uh, they ended up switching labels and they switched uh, producers as well because the old producer was kind of making them do like all the hey, just play uh, um, play the song that was already made. <laughs> yeah, right. It'll and so good. the new producer Tom Wilson, the famous Tom Wilson, uh. Uh, let them do their own thing. They'll write their own their, their own stuffs, which Eric Burden was very happy about. And uh, just to give you a little context, Tom Wilson is a very famous uh, producer. He did like Velvet Underground. He did uh, what Simon and Garfunkel, Bob Dylan, Frank Zappa, the Mothers of Invention. He, mm. he was all up in that. Uh. And then they, uh, so they did a bunch of albums. They, they they cranked out like so many albums like per year. They were like just like remember how the Eagles would crank out like just three a year. Well, the other thing too is like when you think of an album now, you think of like someone who put a CD together with yeah. eighteen tracks on it. Yeah. And back then, a record had what an A and a B side, right? Of what maybe four songs, maybe three on each. Three side. on each. I mean, side? back then that wasn't until they like made it even small. They could fit more on it. Yeah, but like you're talking. That's true. You had like six know, songs to play. It's like with. it's really more of like th- you have to think in today's terms of like an EP. Yeah. So, uh, they re they released Animalism in 1966, uh, which is my personal favorite album of all time by them front to back okay animalism is it's an amazing album it's like when 
the Stones went to Chess Records and recorded their like Animalism was like their top shit. It's 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 front to back, not a bad song. But uh, shortly uh, after the release of Animalism, Chas. Uh, he, uh, he, he leaves the band basically. Actually, we have to stop. We have a breaking announcement right now. What do we have? In the continued, um, exodus that is Kanye West's life. <laughs> Ooh, breaking news. Yeah, we have, um, a- as you know, he's got a, um, a sports, a sports label or whatever. And Jalen Brown and Errol Aaron Donald from the NFL and from the NBA respectively are both leaving. Aaron Donald left your ass, dog. Yep. All right, let's go. All let, right. let, 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 keep keep that train. Uh, well, actually, well, the train's probably not a good word. Keep that boat a motoring. Yeah. Let's go. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Idiot. Uh, don't let that door hit you in the ass, dog. But uh, shortly after after animalism came out, um, uh, Chas uh, he uh, he dips out. Um, because the uh, the band's in clear financial troubles, um, they caught like basically their bands are stealing from them. When they left the animals, they, when they when they left the animals, like literally none of them got anything because the guy like took everything and they owed so much money to other people. Chaz ended up actually uh, leaving though when he left. He uh, he became the Jimi Hendrix's manager. Dope. Yeah, and then uh, didn't last too long though. No, 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 that was 66. Mm. Mm. Uh, and so, uh, and then Eric Burden did like his, his solo project, but then uh, Eric got, kind of got like some of the boys back. They got, he, he got back uh, John Steele, the drummer, and then replaced like kind of everybody else. Thin Lizzy, the boys are back in town. Yeah. And he replaced everybody else and moved everybody to California. Dope. And then like, then he, and he renamed them Eric Burden and the Animals. Okay. And this is actually this is like one of the cool things that I love about the animals is they have there's the animals and then there's Eric Bird and the animals and they're two they're the same band with two different sound two different bands two different sounds. Sublime Eric, and Sublime with Rome. Yeah, Eric Bird kind of takes them to California and they get that psychedelic feel, so they kind of move a, away from like the uh, the R and B and blues stuff that they were doing with the animals, then they do a little bit more like rock and psychedelic shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would think like early seventies, right, is probably when this was. Uh, no, this was no, this was about sixty seven. Okay, this so is you're like getting year. yeah, that's like your acid surf rock, yeah. California sound, yeah. mixing in with what you know. So that's cool. Yeah, um, and then um, the uh, then the guitarist left in sixty eight. Uh, to go later join the police and they had to like you know they had a lot of they had a lot of uh, band members so they replaced the guitarist but they were Eric Burton they were they were flying high they were doing well and then we get into uh we get into some scary stuff okay they have a tour lined up in September of 1968 in a, a Japanese tour and they're gonna hit it they're gonna hit it hard and they was supposed to be for September and they were not able to show up to the tour because like they couldn't get their visas and shit. Okay. So they, by the time they got their visas, it was November. So they, 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 uh, they go back in November to, uh, play the tour and upon arrival, their manager gets fucking, uh, kidnapped by the Yakuza. Yakuza. The Yakuza kidnap them, and apparently the tour that they had to like cancel 
Like that one was like was funded by the Yakuza. Like they were putting on there the ones that were making like they're gonna make all this like fucking money and like rackets and shit. They just like they had the whole tour just like unlocked. They were gonna make so they much. They had money. like the merch station. Yeah, already yeah. There's like everything that you were like using to pay for. Like they just weren't giving it to the government. <laughs> and, Love that. Yeah, and but so then like when they came back, like the Yakuza lost a lot of money on that cancellation. Uh, you don't like, want to owe, owe money to the Yakuza, so, boys and girls. So the manager gets fucking. They owe him twenty. Uh, they owe him, uh, they, The Yakuza told uh, the animals and and their um, manager at gunpoint, uh, "Yo, yo, it's twenty five grand." And so they were like, "Yo, we ain't got that like that." And um, so the Yakuza, the, the Yakuza made them like sign an IOU. This is this is what it says. Love this, love the, this. The Yakuza now. make him make him sign an IOU like we're gonna fucking uh, pay you this, this, and this by this, this, and this in time. But uh, the manager knew like he had a, he he had a, he he knew that they like couldn't read English because he couldn't write Japanese. Like there was a huge language barrier. Love this. So he wrote in English like yo, this message is being wrote written under duress. Like you like. Like they have, you know, they have gun, guns on me. Like they're saying, I owe them twenty five thousand dollars, blah blah blah, and that we owe them. But just letting you know that this this is written under duress, you know. And um, so the Yakuza were like, "All right, now get the fuck out of here right now." And they had to leave like the next day, and like the Eric, all the animals, the uh, the manager, all dipped like literally fucking within hours. Left all of their shit, left all their equipment, left all their guitars, left every suitcases, everything, and hopped on the next one out and dipped. I have a lot of just like <laughs> questions, comments, concerns. So Yakuza. You couldn't yeah, have I, one translator there? Dog, I couldn't believe that Yakuza takes IOU, son. Whoa, that's a whole nother thing. I mean, they. Like, I thought the mafia and I, look, Yakuza, I, we're not trying to get into a beef with you. No, either, no, 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 no. But you, you're, you're like, I'm, I'm you're guessing the Japanese this, mafia. You can't take an IOU. I'm guessing that this was the 1968 practice, the old guys and the the, the old heads. I'm, 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 a little I'm guessing honor amongst thieves. Yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking. You guys nowadays, you guys don't take IOUs anymore, no. which you shouldn't. No. Because look what happens. This is what happens. <laughs> they get burned. Yep. Um, but yeah, so after like that. Did they pawn all their equipment? I mean, but but back then, that equipment was not worth $25,000. It could have been like, yo, animals, you know, generation one guitar. like <laughs> Just like a Yakuza selling on the side of the. Yeah, you know, that's like, what I'm picturing. To like a, a Yakuza fire sale. <laughs> Yeah, so they did, bro. They got out of there, but after all of that, um, they 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 uh they disbanded. They 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 pretty they stopped. Eric Bird and the animals stopped. Like Eric Bird went on to do like do his own stuff. They all went their own separate ways, and they got back like literally. They would get back together like every like five to eight years, like a little reunion with new band members. Like there'd be one guy in it. Yeah, and they, they still tour now. Just money you, grabs. Yeah, it's just like one guy from it, and then like the rest is just like not the original. Um, but they are, uh, they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1994. Sweet. So, the animals. There you go. That's your peacock in music this week. Let's- a love, little flair love, of the dramatic. Another love, documentary for you. I love. Uh, I, I can't believe that hasn't been made into seven Netflix documentaries. I didn't know that. I that was not. You know, like I said, I always love doing these little book reports. But that was one when I got that. I was like, 
This is sick. Yakuza shit. Yeah, you guys are coming out with the dumbest fucking documentaries. What about the Yakuza I want to sending the away animal. the animals? I want to see, like, who's playing, you know, the Yardbirds. Is that, is that, that's got to be, like, a young Eric Clapton, right? That was probably when the Eric Clapton was in the Yardbirds, huh? Like, who's playing that guy? Yeah. Is it Elijah Wood? Hmm. No. No? No. But I don't uh, hate that, though. Just, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. I don't love it. I'm trying it. to think of a young, what a young Eric Clapton would look like. We gotta get a star like a like a Timothy Chalamet. Okay. Get a star in that bit. Me, yeah. <laughs> just like for a quick role. I love. I don't. I don't hate that one either. <laughs> but but yeah, that yeah, that was a cool one. That that one was, and it was. Uh, you know, I. Got to listen to it. Could Animal. we have Taron Egerton just come and... Yeah. And, and, and he's like a nasty motherfucker. Yeah, he's, I think that might be it. Yeah, we got to have him playing like a like an athlete. He can't be a nice guy. No. He's got to be like the dick, the drummer, John Steele, like the dick in the band. that's just like, yo, fuck you guys. Now, this sucks, but we're going to have to probably hire like the same four Japanese people that can speak English that like are always in the movies as like the bad guys, like as the Yakuza's. Yeah. And they're going to play the y- Yakuza. Yeah. They're going to be tatted up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would be a dope movie. Should we make that movie? Yo. Um, well, should we screenwrite that? I think, you know, who needs to make I that. I mean, I'm already last, bubbling on it right now. His last movie. I know Django was pretty good, but I think um, we need to get Homeboy in there. Tarantino on it? Tarantino would, would, would Tarantino kill that. Tarantino would kill this. I'm just thinking Kill Bill 1. Once Upon you know, a Time in Japan. there. Boom. Damn. Yeah. Missed S- opportunity. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's the, the, yeah. And I was listening to Animalisms, and I was just like, I was like, God, I forgot how much this song, like, or this album was so good. It's just as good as like all those other '60s albums that you hear. Like, I'm excited to listen shit. to it to delve into it. Um, so before we get out of here, um, I want to share some jerky that we got in from the Mitski, number from, one from kosher the, dandy from the from the from the big dog cousin Andy. Yep, sent over. I already tried someone's fire. Did you? Oh yeah, it's fucking fucking real good. It's like double bagged. So, so you how know big of a one you want? You want you want yeah, not? Yeah, I want that right there. Not, not that good. Yet. Give me that piece. Um, it's triple bagged, and um, mm. it's but I, I have a it. Uh, I have a question for you. So I had well, let's jerk it over some jerky. Yeah. So speaking of jerking it, I have yeah, that's great. I had a lady over. Yeah, it's good. I had a lady over. Okay. This weekend, a lady friend. Mm-hmm. And the uh, conversation came up of paying for Ubers. Uh, you know, she Ubered over. She was out. I was here. She Ubered over. And she said, you know, you should pay for the Ubers. Both ways? That's what I want to talk about here. Okay, now you're not out. Well, I, I've been, I was chilling here. You're at the house. Yeah. She, she gets, texted me. She gets in the Uber. She texted me. God, this is good. I know. Um... She gets the Uber and comes here. Now, I think that I I think the all right. Let me let's start. Let's, let me let's also, go in reverse. Go ahead. Can I also throw this in there too? You know, this isn't the first time me and this one have have, have done this. Every morning, the next day, I we we usually get, well, we usually get some breakfast, but I always take her home. I always take her wherever her car is or where she wants to go home. I always give her, I don't like say, kick her out the door. Yeah. So just, all right, keep now, go. Okay. 
I think I want to reverse engineer this. I want some more jerky. Uh, I think leaving the house the next day, you have to always pay for that Uber. Yes. I think that that is without question um, the gentleman's move. Yeah. That no, if you're not going to drive her, or for whatever reason she's got to get picked get her, up, yeah. you got to pay for that one. No, with the one before. I don't know enough. I mean, I guess if she you're says at, I should be doing that. Hmm. And I, as you can imagine, took offense. Took offense. No, but I was like, really? Like, I think um, you texted me. I always give you a ride home the next day. I was like, honestly, the last few times, like, we got, we got, we got, we got a bunch of breakfast. You we paying some, for breakfast? We got, we got some waffles and shit, yo. Paying for, you paying for the Waffle House? Yo. Dog, hell yeah. I'll, I'll, next day, yo, you want to get, get some biscuits and gravy? Okay. I think that that's the tricky one right there. I think all the women listening right now are screaming into their car. I, I want to know, though. You have to pay I, for I've that. heard this before, though, because I've heard this before. Like, so when this is the first time it happened to me, and I was just like, but... I get you like you get the one there. I get the one. I, I got you on the. I, I I drive you home on the way on the way back. Like isn't that even? Hmm. Or is that not even? That's certainly even. That's even, right? That's even. If I'm, as I'm always taking care of you, like on the way back. Now, was this is not far away either? This is that was that, my question. I must say, like she's not like I, I can see if she if she's coming from Hollywood, you know, Miami for sure. Like hmm. if she's driving far. She's out in like Coral Springs or some shit. A little $12 Ubi over there. All right. All right. I'll make sure you get here safe. I think that. What I mean, I don't know. No, I, 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 I think. All right. This, this is, is something, though, but you know what I'm talking about? Because this is something that, though, I think all, I think a lot of the women out there think that we should, we should be paying for all the Ubers. I'm going to just. As if that it's a gift for us or some shit. I'm going to probably um i don't know what side you think i'm gonna fall on here. i don't know but i, I want you but i want it to be honest i think right now i'm trying to learn right now you're gonna pull the wallet out and you're gonna pull out that imaginary card and and this is the operative phrase here i just need you to charge it to the game the next one no just i think always i think you just charge it to the game my friend and just don't even just just charge just it to be the happy game. with what you got charge it to the game okay it's on you all right hey. now I'm shaking on that. I'm shaking on that. Now, if she's got to pay for it and you got to hit her with that little Zell after, okay. Because I don't know if you can, I guess when you're It home, might be just easier. Like, yo, I'll Zell you. You could, you could technically say, hey, pick this person up here, bring them here on Uber. You yeah. can do that. Yeah. Now, if I knew how to do that, I'd say, no problem. Cars in, come, cars on the way. XL. Be, Randy will be there. And <laughs> I got to get XL done. Randy will be there in three minutes. I got X season Escalade. I mean, fuck, fuck. I, I think, I think, I think the right move right here. Okay. And, um, you know, okay. is you just charge that one to the game, my friend. Okay. I think it's, I think that is, um, worth it. Now, if you start doing that, I think it's fair though, that every other waffle house, maybe she picks up the tap. Okay, yeah. Well, you see, I was, I brought, you see how I brought you back there? Well, this is well, this was this was my thing was I was like, well, I have no problem doing that cuz I cuz I cuz I I your judgment is usually always better in in these women type of moments. Yeah, obviously. you're the classic Benson double down. Yeah. 
So I I agree with you, but I was just sitting there thinking. I was like, now if I'm if I'm if I'm pulling out the card, no problems. I got it from here on forward. I'm doing it. But if I gotta do that, something's gonna take a hit, and it's gonna be Waffle House. There's gonna be no more. The next morning's gonna be like, where you got? Where's your car? Mm. And that's about it. Now I'm picturing the next. Do you time need a this bottle happens, of water on the way before we leave. Next time she's just gonna be in Cutler Bay. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you get because you didn't take me to motherfucking Lester's last time, motherfucker. Yeah. Keep fucking around and I'll keep I'll keep it moving. Yeah, I'll I'm keep in pushing Coral Gables. I'll be pushing that line back and further and further if you keep fucking with me like that. Yeah. I want my bacon and I want my hash browns. Yeah, go ahead, pick me up. I'm in West Palm. <laughs> keep fucking around and make sure I don't get my biscuits. Watch what happens. Yeah, so I, I think <laughs> I think you just uh, All right, yeah, I think you're right. We're, we're gonna charge. I it think to you're the right. Game. We're gonna charge it to the game. I think you're right because. You know, I've heard that that's where everyone land is land lands on it. Mm-hmm. That's what everyone says. I think that's like the collective agreed thing on that everyone's doing. But it was just my first time. But I wanted to set up the because my first, it was my, I wanted to set up the parameters. And if it, I think you're right, it just like yo, just just do that. Just don't look and just do that. You know, just swipe it. Don't look at it though. Correct. Don't watch your swipe it. Just look the other way and like cough when she swipes. That's there's certain things I got you. that when you say you charge something to the game, you got just do you. it, you get it done. Like when we were in Puerto Rico and we were going somewhere, I was just like, XL, don't care. Just we we're, we're gonna ride in comfort. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes there's certain situations you just you just you just say, Okay, no problem. Let's let's worry about, you know, the extracurriculars. Let's do it. Yep, I'm cool with that. Now, by the way, um, I'm leaving here, and uh, (laughs) I need I I need to get to Cutler Bay, and I don't have my truck. Can you get me an Uber? See you next week.